Welcome back to the Mythic Giraffe Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Ron. We're uh, back to remote podcasting again. Yeah, yeah. It'll it will work out again for the in person. It's just yeah. scheduling and stuff. Scheduling stuff. Yeah, yeah. So this episode brought to you by the letter H for hot. Hot. Yeah, and uh, number one hundred and four <laughs> for the temperature. Yeah, it's God. Uh. It's only ninety five here. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it was just a little while ago when I cut the grass, but it felt like I was, you know, on the surface of the sun. Yeah, I I knew because I knew it was going to be bad as I worked Monday and I got up to go for my run at three in the morning and it was 82 degrees. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) At three in the morning. Yeah. And I was like, oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, I took the dogs out last night. It was like 1030. And I was like, it is grossly hot out here still. Great. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, when I got to work Monday morning, or maybe it's Tuesday, I don't know, one of those days, it was at 6.30 in the morning, probably, I think it said 86 inside. Uh, yeah, and probably yeah. 150% humidity. Uh, 78% humidity. Oh. So, yeah. I don't know how you guys have been in that building at all. Uh, yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's craziness. Grit and determination and stupidity is a big part of it. (laughs) As long as you know what's doing it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the other day, it was... Or no, that's what it was. It was Tuesday that was that hot. Because Monday, it was... It was a balmy 72 when we got... Or 76 when we got to the office. I was like, oh, it's darn right chilly in here. (laughs) I'll drink a cup of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) What's like... The fire marshal and I were talking, and he was like, his body had gotten used to the heat, so he was at his kid's lacrosse game, and it's, you know, they're out in the sun, and everybody around him has sweat dripping off, and, and he's not sweating at all. He's like, my body is acclimated to the heat. This isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> it does happen, though. I, I notice that um, when I'm super active over the summer <laughs> and riding my bike all the time, like, the heat doesn't bother me as much. You know, the first couple of weeks are terrible, but yeah. then after a while, it's it's yeah. just it's hot, but it doesn't feel like oh my god, it's the death of me. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also with the bike, you've, you're generating your own wind a little bit, so yeah. Unless you're going up giant hills, like I'm gonna do all the time, I'm an idiot. Yeah. I got these huge hills around me. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> all those hills you got. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. you could go to the dump. Oh God. That'd be horrendous. <clears throat> do some hill training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get attacked by uh, seagulls. Yeah. <laughs> what kills me is you get to the top of that dump and there's a sofa up there. Oh yeah, they, and, they sit up there. Yeah, they'll sit up there. They'll eat their lunch up there. It's like, yeah. what, what? What? No. Well, you know, I guess when you're acclimated to the smell. I guess. Ugh. Yeah. It's, Ugh. A, it's a life. Yeah. Speaking of heat, how do you feel about eating hot foods? during hot days yeah i don't like it <laughs> i don't mind like chili i i can't like a hot bowl of soup i'm gonna eat a hot bowl of soup i don't care really yeah like i had broccoli oh. chicken broccoli or not chicken, broccoli cheddar soup the other day it was huh. delicious i bet it was well i you know i take that back because on the way for back from deep creek we stopped at panera and i did get soup yeah yeah that's that's it's a nice you know it's look. It's not like if I put a bunch of ice in my body, it's gonna really cool me off. 
you know. Yeah. You put an ice I, cube up your butt, it'll cool you off. That, that it would. <laughs> that it would. I asked at the office the other day if we should do that, and I got a look. <laughs> yeah. Well, depending on who you ask. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, uh, yeah, we, we went to Gettysburg this week mm. over the weekend, and it was, it's so crazy. And I was talking to my buddy about it last night. Like, once you cross that, like, out of that Piedmont Plain and you're up on kind of the Appalachians, the difference in temperature is amazing. Yeah. I don't know if it's even that it's so much cooler there. It's just, it is not humid at all. Mm. You know, we walked around Gettysburg for eight hours and it was, Never felt uncomfortable because it was so it was too hot or anything. Well, I mean, when we were in Deep Creek, the first couple of days it was like ninety four up there. I was like, this this is unheard of. <laughs> right. Yeah, you get up on that Appalachian, and it's just man. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to live there because it's boring. Yeah. It was also Bike Weekend, Ooh. which you wear your man. chaps. Yeah, I, I did wear my ashless chaps. Which all Wait. chaps, by the way, are Ashles. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Aren't they all? Yeah. No, I, I just, I can't. I don't understand it. I don't understand the appeal of listening to loud ass bikes all day. Yeah. And yeah, then, live to ride, ride to live. Right. And then these bikes are riding up and down uh, Steinware Avenue, which is like one of the main drags through Gettysburg, all day. They're riding up and down. Well, then apparently at four o'clock they're gonna have a parade. And there are people putting out chairs up along the road to watch a parade of motorcycles. I'm like, you've been watching them all day. What is the fucking difference? <laughs> and oh, my brother went off. Because these bikers, like, Gettysburg's really, um, it's a really narrow town. It's like, there's not, there's like the three main roads that th go through town. And on the one point where my brother lives, there's really only like a block and a half to two blocks off the main drag, and then you're in the battlefield, so there's no, you can't mm -hmm. go further. And he lives right there, like one block off the main drag. And these bikers just parked all over this residential street. Seriously? Like, they were stacking their bikes in front of people's driveways. And uh, so apparently somebody called and complained because the um, police showed up. And, you know, the police were trying their best to not be involved. Right. But, you know, they showed up and said, "You have to get all these bikes out of here in ten minutes, or we're towing every one of them." <laughs> but they were just—they would just park their bikes right in front of somebody's house and be like, "This is cool." It's like, no, like no, this that's... isn't a business; this isn't a parking lot. Right? Yeah, that's no. Yeah. No, it was, <sighs> it was fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured you know, you wear your chaps, wife wear a vest, ride, walk around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blend in. We've, we've, this time we knew it was going to happen, but we've been to Gettysburg three times where it's been bike week and twice were accidental. Oof. They, like, yeah. when you call the hotel, they should be like, yeah, this is bike week. Don't come. <laughs> yeah, it should be like a little disclaimer. Right. Oh my God, we stayed in, I thought, for sure, a murder hole. Really? So we got this Airbnb and it was in Chambersburg, which is like the next town over. Not the next night. It's, it's like 30 minutes west of Gettysburg. And uh, it, was, it wasn't even in town. It was like outside of town on this, you know, like <laughs> industrial road. Like there's like, there's like a National Guard armory, a motorcycle shop, and like a, you know, scrapyard. And then there's this dude's house. 
and in front of his house he has a big pole barn that he's converted one spot into an Airbnb. And so like, you stay, wait, you stayed in a pole barn? Oh yeah, stand by. <laughs> so we turn the driveway, and it says like, if you get to the storage place, you went too far. That's where this place is. It's like a storage place next door. So we turn around, find the driveway, pull up in the driveway, and there's this big pole barn. And the directions are park in front of this door, but not too close to that door, you know, out of the way so that the cops won't see your police car, your car when they're looking for you. And then, like, on the front of the pole barn on the A side, there's a big roll up door with a, you know, tractor trailer back packed, backed up to it. I'm like, oh, well, that's where they store the bodies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that thing's just full of meat hooks. <laughs> <laughs> and then like we get on the b side and there's this little apartment it was cute it was a cute little mm-hmm. like studio apartment that they had built yeah but then they, there's a front door to the b side and then there's a door on the on the that leads out to the garage in the little bathroom and it's locked from the other side Ooh, so it goes <laughs> from the bathroom into the garage yes and it locks on the other side. Yeah, it locks from the garage side, so you can't yeah. lock them out of your Airbnb. And I was like, "Up, oh, this is it. This is where we die." <laughs> Can you my like wedge like, anything in front of the door? That's what my wife put the toilet pole, the toilet, uh, the paper holder in front of the door. She's like, "At least we'll hear them." I'm like, "And then what?" At least we'll hear them. <laughs> so we could die terrified. Great. <laughs> Well, I hope you made her sleep closer to the bathroom so you could. <laughs> well, I didn't know what the right door is. Do we? Do I sleep closer to the B side door so I can escape? Do I sleep closer to the B side door so, or the A, the C side of the building so that I can throw her at them? There was a lot of <laughs> things running through my head. Yeah, uh, that's. Uh, well, I'm glad you made it out. Yeah, we made it out. It was a lovely place. Yeah, uh, just <laughs> sketchy. You get a little, a little sketchy vibes when you get in there. Yeah. What's I mean, some of these Airbnbs, they've got to have like fake stock pictures or something because you there's like there is no way they all look this nice. I'll I tell you what, I've stayed in like four of them and they've always been that nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, I they're not much cheaper than a hotel, but sometimes they're more convenient than a hotel. Right. Yeah, because you don't. Yeah, the check ins are a little bit different and. Yeah, and it's just, it's like, I mean, with this, we never had to see anybody, never had to talk yeah. to anybody. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you don't have to, Yeah, well, and you don't have to worry about a parking garage. And... Nope. Uh, yeah, you usually have parking, and yeah. I've stayed in Airbnb a couple of times. Well, now, like, it's funny that there is, and this is a maybe a, a life hit, hint for people who are maybe not hip to this yet. If you stay, now, this doesn't apply to, like, Salisbury. If if you're going to, like, New York City or Baltimore, Atlantic City, you know, a larger city where parking is such a pain in the ass, usually, if you stay in a little bit nicer of a hotel, they're going to have their own parking garage or lot or something, and it'll be included with your stay. Right. Usually. That's not everywhere. But if you stay at the cheaper place, they end up getting you on parking. Oh, yeah. You know, and parking can be crazy. Yeah, you know, I see. Right. You want to park your car? Fifty dollars a night. I've seen eighty dollars a day in, <laughs> in Philly crap. and New York. Mm-hmm. I, I, Baltimore, Baltimore's terrible for parking. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So, but 
usually it's worth it to get just a little bit upgraded. You get a nicer room and a nicer hotel, and you get parking included. Yeah, it's something to look for. It's parking. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're going to drive or whatever, if you're just going to Uber around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, like, we we don't, when we go to New York, we don't drive. We take the train in, and then we'll just either take the subway around or Uber, mm. you know. Yeah. We don't, we don't. It's not I, worth driving. Yeah. Well, I don't understand. I, I always knew that, you know, it was a little bit pricier in California and stuff, but we were watching the food truck race on Food Network or whatever, mm-hmm. and they were in San Francisco. And these one guys were like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a sampler of all of the things in our food truck. It was like eight items. Yeah, we're going to charge $209 for that. <laughs> and my wife and I look at each other like, what is wrong with them? And like this this lady comes up. She's like, I, oh, that's a good deal. I'll take four of the taste of trucks. Holy crap. I was like, holy crap. And like they were like. Yeah, a good price point for a meal from a food truck here is, you know, right, you know, that tipping point of $35. $35? I was like, and it's, you know, this little cardboard container. I was like, yeah, I'm going to pay $35 for two little tacos. No. If I go to a food truck and spend over $20 for two of us, I'm going to be mad. Exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. I... Like the one, it was three hush puppies. Like little hush puppies, like smaller than a golf ball, thirty-two dollars. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, England's like that too. Oof. You know, I watch a lot of like those Gordon Ramsay Kitchen Nightmares or shows like that, and it, these are like ten years ago prices, and they're like, oh yeah, you can get this for a fiver, and I'm like, oh yeah, for five dollars, that's not. Oh wait a second, <laughs> that's five pounds. Back when five pounds meant fifteen dollars. Good gosh! You know, and you get like a sandwich, like a half a sandwich and a cup, a little tiny cup of soup for fifteen bucks. It's like that's not a good deal. No, it's not. You know, it's, it's I. Uh, we are very lucky in yeah. that where we live, the cost of living is not insane yet. Yeah, yet. Yet is the. Yeah. Uh, well, that's like the thing I don't understand about Salisbury is. The excuse that I always get about why we get paid so little is like, well, the cost of living is always very cheap. It's, it ain't any cheaper than where I live. No. <laughs> yeah, you know, it might be cheaper than DC Metro. Right, but, but it's not cheap, cheap. Yeah. It's not, like, it's not as cheap as it used to be. No, it's nothing like it used to be. No. Even as, long, as little time as I've been around there, right. it's nothing comparatively. Well, it depends yeah, if you live in the reservation. Sure. I mean, I don't know what your house prices are doing on there. I'm sure they're going less like everybody else, but yeah, you know, yeah, they just built, yeah, they finished all the houses in this development, and the model home is now for sale, and it's going for like three twenty-two. I was like, what? And it sits on like an eighth of an acre, and it's yeah. I was like, oh, maybe it's like a super smart house. Nope. <laughs> oh, it's probably got like granite and stuff. Nope. Like. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and I came when I came to your house the other day to record, I was like, Oh my god, what happened? Like the last time I was here, which to be fair was a year ago, yeah. There was like five houses on the street. Now it's full. Yep. And that's like parking's a nightmare here. Yeah. Because yep. they you have really weird frontage in your street. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, most of the lots they go the the back lot's a lot bigger. It narrows at the front. Right. 
which is actually nice for water sewer because salt or uh, fruitland charges by frontage. Right. So we make out with that. Just makes it a little hard for your if you had guess over, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little weird. Yeah. Well, that's luckily our neighbor bought the empty lot beside him, so we have that oh, parking. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, played any good games lately? Uh, I've been playing Sea of Thieves like crazy lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a. I've got my. I know you're not gonna get this. I've got the PlayStation packed up again. Oh I yeah. Set up for a little bit, but then. Yeah, you're getting ready about, to. Yeah. Talk about moving. I'm like, well, because it, it was driving me nuts. Because I had it set up, but I could see the wires. Oh yeah. And I was like, I can't can't deal with this right now <laughs> I, mean, I would just have to like rejigger the whole thing yeah you know and i was like well if i'm gonna be moving in a month i don't know that i really want to i have so much stuff on hold right now because i'm like oh, i don't get into this right it's pain in but yep yeah yeah so I'll did buy. you get the pirates of the caribbean stuff on sea of thieves uh i've been playing i played the the first one of it uh do it with my friends, so it's like hard scheduling because okay. you got to have a couple hours scheduled to do it. Um, but yeah, I haven't gotten that far. Not many people apparently have finished through. Oh, okay. Yeah, but hey, you know what? That game—it's probably what three years old now. Oh yeah, it's got to be. And I will say, every time I play it, I'm like, man, this game is fun, and they do enough to keep you interested in some bit of it every time. They add a lot of little events and stuff, and it's, yeah, it's cool. Very cool. Yeah. How about you? Still playing uh, Destiny? Uh, yeah, I'm on Destiny. Uh, it's the summer solstice stuff or whatever, but I actually picked up um, Scarlet Nexus. It's a JRPG. It, it's very, very anime. My wife oh. walked by the other day. She's like, what? what, what? I was like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's just what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually but not like not like you know boobs flying out and tentacles and stuff, but it's just you know that art style and it's like the cutscenes will be like a like a storyboard panel, but then one of the it'll cut to like the people talking and their head will pop up and you know lips will move, but then it'll be a full like moving around cutscene. So it's like three different cutscenes at times. Huh. Yeah, it, it's kind of neat. That's cool. So I've been considering playing some sort of Dark Souls game. Ooh. Yeah. Uh... I I've been looking for something I can grind up some levels in. Yeah. I wanna I want I miss having a game that you can, you know, build out a character in. Yeah. Um Well there's the remaster. For the original one that came out not too long ago. I mean, Dark Souls Three is really probably the cleanest of them. Yeah. Um, but if you want something more like fast paced, uh, no. yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. Dark Souls Three is probably your best bet because you can you can play it really any way you want. Right. So. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of looking forward to something. Well, my buddy, I play disc golf with all the time. He always raves about Dark Souls. It's basically the only game he plays. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you could, you could just do magic, and you'll just you can have fun playing that. I'm like, eh, that sounds kind of fun. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, well, my life is more um, 
uh, my own. Stable. <laughs> Stable. <laughs> yeah. Like, this market is so hmm. crazy. It's just the amount of work I have to do to find this house. Is... Yeah, I, 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 yeah, and I don't envy you one bit. Yeah. That's yeah. like where your wife is selling that property. We talked yeah. to friends of ours. We're like, hey, you should buy that. And she was like, I don't know of any people other than you guys that I would want to live that close to me. And I saw my wife's eyes sparkle a little bit. I was like, you put that little idea back because that's not happening. <laughs> I said, we are not buying land and building a house. No, no. Oh, day, day. <laughs> so we've I done mean, this. <laughs> I will give you a nice discount. Uh, a lot. No. <sighs> yeah. um, just when it's sold. Yeah, I, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Just need it out of my... I have to pay taxes on it again. Oof. It's, it's annoying. You don't have to pay taxes. Well, <laughs> I guess that's fair. Yeah. Suck. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh. You all right? Uh, yeah, I just dropped my HelloFresh box on my foot. Oh no. Yeah, we uh started HelloFresh. Hello yeah, and um, I have too many HelloFresh meals in my fridge right now. because uh, like we've got fell behind because of the trip. Oh yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> And I really only usually eat like one big meal a day, and it's like, oh my god, it's like every day. Yeah. So. Yeah, we've kind of paused them for now, and we're just we. I mean, we use the recipes and recreate them and stuff, but. Yeah, we've been keeping the the little placards to to find the ones we really like, and you can just most of because we're doing vegetarian ones. Yeah. And most of it's like, oh, it's it's really just a cool idea for me to get ideas from. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yep, and that's we looked at some of the other ones like Blue Apron and whatever. You know, I don't know. There's all kinds, but they were pretty much the same recipes. Yeah, they are. So we tried. The, well, my brother got me um, purple carrot, which was the vegan one. Oh, okay. Um, and I hated it <laughs> because everything had sweet potatoes in it. Oh yeah, that's right. You sweet potatoes. I hate sweet potatoes. So yeah. Yep. Well, we have to change some things up around here because we found out that our youngest has a gluten sensitivity. Oof. Yes. So, yeah, she has that and a mild sensitivity to shrimp. Huh. That was what the blood work came back. So, yeah, we're going to try. We tried, like, no bread and stuff for, like, a couple weeks, and she said she felt better. Yeah, so we're like, all right. And the doctor today was like, yep, go all the way gluten-free. So, of course, I had to tease her when she got home. She was like, she had the the gluten-free chicken nuggets, you know, like cornmeal, dusted or whatever. And uh, she gets those, and she was like, I want some ketchup. I was like, oh, let's check to make sure it's gluten-free. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's going to be the new fun joke. I thought you that. said I was going to tease her. I'm sitting here eating a giant, you know, like Dagwood-style sandwich in front of her. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't even need this third slice of bread in the middle, but I am totally eating a third slice of bread. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have a friend, we have a good friend, um, and she's been ha she was having some issues, and she finally like broke down and went to the doctor and got the test. And basically, her she's allergic to everything. Mm. <laughs> I looked at the list, I was Jeez. like, oh my god, what do you eat? She's like, I don't know yet. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah, she found out because she did like the whole thirty thing, 
She's like, I feel better, but I'm still not feeling great. And then they were like, eh, yeah, it's because you're allergic to this, 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 this. And Gosh. Yeah. So, and she's 48 <laughs> years old finding this out, you know. Yeah, that air you're breathing, yeah, you're allergic. <laughs> yeah. 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 <sighs> All right, my friend, we're going to move on to topic one. Yeah, but first, a quick word from our sponsor. So, if you haven't heard about Anchor, I got to tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So we'll go through the things. One, it's free, like totally free. There's a ton of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer if you prefer it that way. Anchor is then going to distribute your podcast for you so you can hear it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a ton more. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So if you have 10 folks that listen to you every couple of weeks, great. If you've got 1,000, awesome. Either way, you're going to make money. And it's got everything you need to make a podcast in one easy-to-use place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. And we're back. Yeah, so we uh, had to come up with a topic kind of at the end here because we had a plan <laughs> and I had to shuffle away. Yeah, yeah. We've got so, a, hopefully a guest star coming soon. Hopefully. You know, teasing. Yeah. But uh, we... I've been sitting there thinking about it most of the day you know, when I wasn't looking at houses, <laughs> uh, which let me tell you, you could talk a whole topic about how people buy houses and just live in 70s decor for the rest of their lives. I don't get it. I don't. Oh, my God. Some of these houses, we looked at a house today in a very nice neighborhood, and they had stick-on linoleum throughout the whole house. Like, like 70s style stick-on linoleum everywhere. Nice. How can you, for the last 40 years, have just looked at that and not ripped it up? That's, I, that has nothing to do with it. That's a side I, tangent before we yeah, even got to a tangent. Yeah, that's – yeah. I, well, I, I remember years ago we, I looked at a house, and the bathroom was carpeted. Oh, God, yeah. And then, like, the walls were partially carpeted. Like, it wasn't a chair rail. It was a carpet, like, up the wall to that. I was like, what? 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 No. This has nothing to do with carpet. We looked at a house yesterday, and it was in the slower, not quite slower, lower dollar, but right above the bridge, mm -hmm. right the ditch, as we call it. And, you know, <laughs> and um, it's a newer house. It was built in like 2002, I think. Okay. And you go in the basement, which the basement is fully underground. I mean, except for like the window space, so what, eight inches of foundation that's not underground? <laughs> yeah. And they've got insulation all the way to the floor. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And and the realtor's like, yeah, that's a that's a new code for buildings. They have to put insulation in the basements. I'm like, what's the point of insulating something that's surrounded by dirt? Yeah, it, it's <laughs> naturally insulated. Right. <laughs> I was blown away by that. Hey, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Don't make any sense to me at all. So, but, so <laughs> that, back to topic <laughs> back one. Back to topic one. <laughs> Off the tangent of the side tangent of the side tangent. So, um... I don't know if you've seen, they're doing the Sopranos prequel I, I saw something about that, yeah. Um, which, apparently, listen, I don't, I've never watched the Sopranos. Nor did I. Um, and I listened to a whole podcast talk about this prequel, and now I actually kind of want to listen to the Sopranos, or watch the Sopranos, because I, I dislike mobster movies, because I dislike anything that makes mobsters into heroes. Yeah. Right? Like... Anybody who thinks that that's a good life 
there's something wrong with you. And I remember when, like, Sopranos culture was big. You know, like, people were, like, wearing Sopranos hats and shirts and saying, yeah. the mob life. And it's like, like, what are you talking about? But apparently the entire point of Sopranos is, like, that these guys are all mobsters who, their dads were mobsters who basically sold them on this lie about how good the mob life was. <laughs> and that, like, it was never was good at all. It's just that they are they think that that's the life that their dads lived, and they're trying to live that life. Huh. That's, like, supposedly the underlying plot okay. of Sopranos. Well, because the prequel is <laughs> called The Many Saints of Newark. Mm-hmm. And apparently the worry is like that they're gonna make because they use the characters from the dads from that show okay. who are never who are all dead by the time the Sopranos is set. Gotcha. And uh, the worry is that they're gonna make that glorify those guys' lives and like uh, yeah. kind of ruin the whole thing. Well, that'll bring a lot of uh, tourism to Worcester County, won't it? <laughs> uh, only people who get lost. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be very confused when they get there yeah like some family going there should say look there's noor let's go <laughs> where's tony soprano and it's just like three dudes in coveralls with straw hats going what the fuck <laughs> yeah tony what <laughs> yeah but you know there's all these movies that make that lifestyle seem glamorous mm-hmm. i guess and ray liotta's in every single one of them and ray liotta's in most of them. <laughs> Definitely has made his career off of those movies. Yeah. And it got me thinking about other things that we kind of glorify the life of. And the other one I think about now is people really, well, the biker gangs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, what was that? Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. People walking around with biker gang, like, jackets on going, yeah, I really support that lifestyle. I was like, do you get those people all, like, are drug runners and yeah. human traffickers and you know like the whole point is that they're bad people right and then the other one i think about is vikings like now people are really into viking culture yeah it's like yeah vikings are kind of the same people like, they didn't run drugs because drugs weren't a thing but they would have oh yeah they would have you know um we need more shows that like have uplifting culture <laughs> so that's what we have to figure out what would what would we have yeah. As a show, to showcase. Uh, yeah, you gotta go back to Mister Rogers' neighborhood. Man, there's a Mister Rogers. We need a new Mister Rogers. We do. The world is. <clears throat> yeah. I'm gonna say something controversial. Uh oh. Yeah. And Strap not... in, folks. Strap in, folks, and it's not gonna go over well with a lot of people. But Lavar Burton sees himself as the new Mister Rogers, and Lavar Burton. It's no Mr. Rogers. No, no, no. Yeah. What, because of reading Rainbow? Yeah, like he's really into this, um, I don't know, this mythos that he's like in that pantheon with, you know, Bob Ross and, and Mr. Rogers. And I don't no. buy it. No, no, no. I, I'm not no. saying he's a bad person. But No, I'm sure he's a delightful human being, but. He's he's not up there with them. No. No, he, you know he could be maybe, but like, I just don't see him. He, I mean, he left Reading Rainbow to go do Star Trek, right? Yeah. Like he went after yeah, he the money. The, yeah, he was the blind guy, wasn't he? Yeah, Mister Rogers could have 
totally done something else, but he just stayed oh, Mr. Yeah. Rogers. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I mean, I grew up, I don't know, when was Reading Rainbow on? I mean, yeah. I have vivid memories of it being on. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, Reading Rainbow. But we might have been teens by the time it came out. Yeah, it was. Maybe. Yeah, it. It wasn't when we were kids. Reading Rainbow. Started in 83, actually. Really? Yeah. He wow. hosted it for 20 years. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I take back Jerry some of what I said. Jerry Stiller was in it? Jerry Stiller? It says like Jerry Stiller? Stiller, the dinosaur comic. Wow. I do not remember reading Rainbow. <laughs> wow. Okay, maybe LeVar does deserve to be up there then. Yeah, I, you know, I, I was just about to say, they were taking <laughs> back everything I was going to say. Mm. Uh, I just don't... Mm. It didn't feel like it had the same impact on me, but... Yeah. I don't remember it as when I was a wee kid. At all. Yeah, I... <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, I remember more of... Of course, Mr. Rogers and Bob Ross, but I mean, I, for some reason, like Frugal Gourmet pops in my mind more oh, than Reading Rainbow. We used to watch Frugal Gourmet every time it was on in my household. Yeah. That was uh, the show my family all watched together. We loved Frugal Gourmet. Um, loved he was guy. not very frugal. No. No. <laughs> no. That and um, uh, it started on This Old Wouse, but then when he, when he had his own show, um, Norm had his own show called. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Norm McDonald. It was yeah. Yankee Workshop. Yeah, Yankee Workshop. Oh yeah, yeah. We had to watch that. Yeah, you watch that I, show. And, and my family <laughs> despised. Uh, who, who is he with on this old house? Uh, originally on with Bob Vila. Bob Vila. Yeah, uh, my family does not like Bob Vila at all. What? Yes. Because he's pompous. Yeah, I mean, he's a, maybe a little pompous. But... He's very pompous. Norm was doing it's... all the work, and Bob was just strutting around like, look at me, I'm Bob Vila. Where's the hatred of Bob Vila? <laughs> I don't know, but it's ingrained in me. Hot just... button issue, everybody. Bob <laughs> Vila. Is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't know why. It's one of those things. I hear like somebody talking about it. Oh, yeah, that's the Bob Vila sounds like, whatever. Wow. Yeah. It's like, you're Peter Jackson. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but oh, Bob is Bob Vila still around? I'm. I assume. I don't, <laughs> the only thing I like I remember him doing after that was he was on uh, Tool Time all the time. Oh yeah, as the yeah, that's Bob Vila. Yeah, yeah he's uh, but yeah, making fun of Tim. Yeah, yeah. Cool man Taylor. Uh, yeah, he's seventy-five years old. Yeah. Yeah. What's he doing? Probably retired, living off his this old house money. Well, I think his son started doing the this old house show. Oh, really? I know there was another guy for a while. We have the glasses. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of side tangent on on Norm though. Yeah. Have you ever watched? Here, here's a, a fun experiment. If you ever want to like get into woodworking or anything, kids, go watch old. Uh, Amer uh, Yankee Workhouse or whatever the hell it was called, Workshop. <laughs> Old Yankee Workshop. <laughs> whatever the hell it was called. And my dad would get so mad about that show because he would be like, of course I could build that if I had $3,000 uh, <laughs> machine for this and a $3,000 machine for this and a $3,000 The guy had everything in the world in his shop 
And my dad, my dad was like, "Of course he's bending wood because he's got a wood bender in his." Meanwhile, <laughs> 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 uh. well, my dad's out there with his crappy like craftsman saw, just getting pissed off at fucking Norm. Like, you know, the wife's got me dovetailing fucking drawers because here he's got his dovetail router, not doing it by hand with a chisel. <laughs> Yeah. Uh. yeah, yeah. But if you ever want to watch what you what you can do with an infinite amount of money as a woodworker, go yeah. watch that show. Oh yeah, yeah. So this old house has had Bob Vila, Jen Nawada, don't remember that. Norm Abram, Richard Trethaway, he's a balding gentleman. Kevin okay. O'Connor, okay. Tom Silva, and now Roger Cook. So yeah, I guess it wasn't his kid. Hmm. Oh, there's even an Ask This Old House show. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Bob Vila, pompous. <laughs> wow, like I would not have that's a hot take. I used to <laughs> Bob Vila. Yeah. Like, that's a hill I'm dying on, folks. Yeah. I don't know why, but yeah. <laughs> I'm planting uh, my flag on this one. Bob Vila has to go. Uh, <laughs> Everybody's like, Bob Vila? <laughs> Yeah, right. The beard guy? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, if yeah. I saw Bob Vila in the store, I would scowl and walk away. <laughs> he would just be like, what did I do to that guy? I think he's Canadian. He's probably be like, sorry? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay, I'd, be in the, I'd be like at Lowe's or Home Depot or something. He comes up and, oh, yeah, you know what you should do that? Yeah, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take his 204 and shove it up your rear end, Bob. I don't need your talk. <laughs> Now, if it was Norm, please, Norm, show me what to do. Bob, get, go somewhere. Wow. Hot take, everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Wow, we've learned something after all these years. <laughs> like, we knew about the Peter Jackson thing. But yeah. Man, I don't think anybody knew that the Bob Vila thing was coming. Uh, yeah. Bob Vila, I apologize. I think you're a lovely man. <laughs> I would love to take your advice in Lowe's. Um, but I, I can't now out of... Yeah. Solidarity with my friend. Yeah, and you know what? It's not substantiated, but I bet Bob Vila didn't like the Zune. <laughs> don't be don't be starting him against the Zune. Don't, don't be hating on the I'm Zune. not. He does. <laughs> I feel like now you're just you're crossing the line. Yeah, a little bit. Look, I'm I'm willing to, you know, say fuck Bob Vila because, you know, we might meet him one day, and I have to say, nope. Yeah. I don't like you, Bob, because of my friend. Yeah, that's, yeah. I expect the same out of you when you meet Peter Jackson. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to punch him in his nose. The, the best part is, you're going to be, you're someday, you're going to write a comic book, and you're going to be at a comic convention or something, and, like, you're going to get hired by Peter Jackson's, like, company, and I'll be like, hey, Chris, remember that day yeah. we said, fuck Peter oh, Jackson? Yeah, yeah. You can't take that money. Yeah, I won't. You gotta cut. You gotta rip that check out right in front of his face. I will. Face. I will. I will cry, but I will do it. <laughs> it's not a. There's no money in the world that'll make me betray my friends, Peter. Right. <laughs> Throw it at him. God. Yeah, that's what I expect. Yeah. Take this and go cuddle with Frodo. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's less like risk on my life. Well, so Bob's not gonna help my career. You know, <laughs> I got no career in woodworking. <laughs> I don't know. You could be looking at one of these houses and they could be filming this old house. That's true. It's true. Yeah. And I'd be like, I can't buy this house. Yeah. There you like win it. like a sweepstakes that 
they'll come and renovate your house. Yeah. Like, nope. Nope. <laughs> Not if Bob's involved. You bring Norm over, but you gotta leave Bob in a car. Bob in the car. It seemed like tapping at the window of the van. <laughs> yeah. Don't even turn it on. Let him sit in the heat. <laughs> I know. I'm not. Uh, no, no water for Bob. Norm, what do you need? But what, Bob, you stay out there. Yeah. You get the hose. Stick it. <laughs> hose. Uh, <sighs> Man, that was really a side tangent. To a that side was. A side tangent. <laughs> we, we never even discussed the first part of it. Uh, so uplifting TV shows. <laughs> yeah, we need more uplifting TV shows in our lives. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't know what it would be in this world. I and I I also preface this knowing that I don't like this. I watch I was listening to um NPR interview. Yeah. With the lady who works for Sesame Street Incorporated. Okay. Seems so pompous. Right. To say, right? Like because I, I and I was thinking I was like I think Jim Henson would be so upset that Sesame Street is still a thing. Like, he would be more, he'd be happier if something else replaced Sesame Street and became its own thing than just somebody taking his stuff yeah. and running with it for forever. Well, it's it's a cash grab. It's not... Yeah, definitely. It's definitely, at this point, a cash grab. You know, they make tons yeah. of money off of Elmo, Tickle Me Elmo's oh, and stuff. Yeah. Sesame Street place, you know, but I, I, I truly believe that Jim Henson was one of those people that have been like, no, I, I'd rather it offended, you know, yeah, because yeah. his kids I don't even think are involved in it anymore. Probably not. I know Brian. Brian was involved in Henson Studios, um, but then I think Brian got sick and died, didn't he? I don't know. And then his daughter was involved, but I don't think she's a creator. I think she's just kind of behind the scenes now. And I don't think they, either of them had to do with Sesame Street. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of sad. Uh, it says... What? Evidently, the Jim Henson Creature Shop is still involved. Right. I think that's what his daughter runs. Yeah. I think. They yeah, she was the liaison between... The Jim Henson Company and the Children's Television Workshop. Yeah. But I don't know if she still is. Yeah, I, I mean, know. his kids are probably... Yeah, they sold the rights to the Sesame Street Muppets and... Oh, gosh, here it is. Oh, God, I'm at Muppet Fandom. Good Lord. Muppet Fandom. Oh, God. That, knows that sounds like a weird Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. The Muppet... It's Muppet Wiki, actually. Oh. All right. Yeah. Fraggle Rock? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Henson also made the Dark Crystal and Labyrinth. Two you terrifying did? things. <laughs> Labyrinth has one terrifying scene. Uh, what? Uh, David Bowie's giant uh, codpiece? No. The Juggling Heads. The Juggling Heads. Yeah. It's creepy. They sold the rights to the Muppets and the Bear in the Big Blue House to the Walt Disney Company in 2004. Well, yeah. Uh, since regaining its independence, Henson has expanded its family entertainment portfolio, including television series such as Sid the Science Kid, Dinosaur Train, Pajanimals. What? Never heard of any of this stuff. Yeah, neither have I. 
Huh, I don't know. Oh, but they do have, they are making the Netflix stuff, the Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance, Fraggle Rock, Rock On for Apple TV. Ooh, there's a new Fraggle Rock? Yeah. Fraggle Rock. And a Fraggle Rock. Doo -doo. Yeah. Where was the thing about Sesame Street? Yeah, it sold the rights to Sesame Street, Muppets, and Henson's interest in the Noggin Cable Network to the Sesame Workshop in 2001. Yeah. Wow. They have nothing to do with it anymore. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. And it's, I, I don't know, I, I just feel like... Yeah. It, I, I think they him, he would rather that be something else. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think so. I can't speak for the man, obviously. Yeah. He died when yeah. I was yeah. 11 or something. But yeah, I think you're right. You know, there's the glorification of the mobsters and the bikers and all that. But it's also like the quote unquote reality TV is oh, yeah. just glorification of a bunch of idiots. Yes, that's that's all that is. Yeah. And they. Man, do they want to be important? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. this. I feel like reality TV stars are the only people who aren't on the in on the joke. Yeah. Yeah. Right when you hear them talk about themselves, it's like, no, no, you're a dancing monkey that we're grinding the organ for, guy. Like, <laughs> what organ is that? <laughs> oh, speaking of that, speaking of of not being in on the joke, I don't know if you saw it on Reddit or YouTube or whatever. This dude who I guess is a pro Call of Duty player walks into a GameStop and he's like, yo, 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 what's up? It's whatever the hell he says his name is. <laughs> and everybody in the GameStop is just like, turns and goes, can Ooh. I help you? <laughs> and the guy's like, I, you know, me, I got like 7 million views on YouTube and blah, blah, blah. And no one reacts. Nice. And he's like, I'm just here to, you know, you, you know, support the locals. And he's and like, everybody's like, are you going to buy something? What are you here for? <laughs> Can we show you to our new socks? Right, like, man, like, totally unaware of his own, you know, unimportance in the world. Wow. You know, and I'm sure when he goes to a, a Call of Duty event, people know who he is. Right. However, you can't expect to be like, I'm at the Applebee's, yo, 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 I'm the Call of Duty guy. <laughs> like, you're not Guy Fieri here, but you're, uh, you're a YouTube star that, yeah. like, a bunch of kids see. Yeah. Well, it's like those quote-unquote hometown heroes you know that like 20 years later they still go to the diner oh yeah hey, remember when i threw the winning touchdown right yeah no? <laughs> yeah we but my uh my one employee the you know the smoke the dope head yeah <laughs> he is definitely the al bundy of the salisbury fire department <laughs> and like the worst part is like i'm like dude you are just like al bundy because all he does is talk about his you know d3 college oh, yeah. football days and i'm like you are the al bundy of this fire yeah. of this fire department he's like who's al bundy i'm like oh, oh yeah God. yeah <laughs> you don't even get the joke that's awesome because you are perfectly it <laughs> yeah but yeah i, I don't know I, like the glorifying of all the bad stuff yeah. and i get like mobster movies sell and make money obviously or they wouldn't exist i guess but man it is i'd rather have something uplifting to watch it, so maybe. i just i search for uplifting tv shows and google says the good place never seen it never seen it Shit's Creek. My wife watched that. She laughed quite a bit. 
Oh, I, th hmm. I don't see that as uplifting though. Ooh, the great, the great bit British Bake Off. I could give you that. Does that uplifting? Like, does that make you feel better? I don't know. Jane the Virgin, Friends. Friends is not uplifting. No. <laughs> Friends. Uh... Is, if anything, Friends is like there to make you feel better about yourself because of how bad those people are. Wholesome TV shows. The Circle on Netflix. Again, Shit's Creek. So I'm gonna say something about Shit's Creek. I started watching it. I've watched maybe most of the first, I think I'm on the second season. I am on the second season. Okay. And I don't know how many seasons there are. I'm hoping not many more. Um, and maybe it, and my my buddy says it's a problem with watching it, streaming it and watching it in chunks. Yeah, it could be. But it gets so grating because it's the same joke every episode for all of this time. And they're not likable characters. Like, at all. Yeah. And I love Eugene Levy. And I, it's, there's oh, been yeah, a couple yeah. funny moments, but it's like this slog of watching hours and hours of the same joke over and over again. It's not wholesome. There's nothing uplifting about it. I, I don't know. Yeah. According it's to no this, Mr. Rogers. Yeah, it's no Mr. Rogers. Um, Ted Lasso? Ted Lasso on Hulu or something? No, oh, Apple TV. It's on Apple TV. Uh, football coach that heads to the UK to find himself in a peculiar position, coaching the London soccer team. This sports drama is quirky and fun, is full of wholesome and hilarious moments. For anyone in need of higher spirits and some laughs, this should be next on their list. Yeah, The Circle is on Netflix. Players are isolated in their own apartments where they must interact with each other solely through social media. It's chaotic, fun, dramatic, and comedic. It shows It's an easy watch and offers some really great laughs and feel-good moments, highlighting especially the ideas of friendship. Oh, okay. Maybe. Okay, maybe. Still not Mr. Rogers. Like, Mr. Rogers, I feel like changed the world. Maybe I'm overestimating his impact on the world, but I feel like Mr. Rogers changed the world. I, no, I agree. That's what you need in this world, especially yeah. now. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah, and it's fine to like mobster movies. Just don't think mobsters has a good life. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, it's... Yeah. Still looking up wholesome TV shows? Yeah, I, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Did you know that Fred Rogers considered the number 143 to be a very special number? No. He said it takes one letter to say I and four letters to say love and three letters to say you. 143. He liked the number so much that he maintained a body weight of 143 pounds for the last 30 years of his life. Huh. My gosh. Huh. Wait, wait, I mean, who thinks about that? <laughs> yeah, well, Mr. Rogers, uh, yeah, the three ways to ultimate success. The first way is to be kind. The second way is to be kind. And the third way is to be kind. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The one that gets me the most about Mr. Rogers is like the, um, the story about the blind girl. Oh my gosh, yes. With the fish. Yes. And how he always, after finding out that she was worried about the fish, he would always tell 
say out loud that he's feeding the fish. It's like, that man was a treasure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, reading through some of these quotes of Fred Rogers, I'm just, yeah. yeah. Wow. We didn't deserve him. No, definitely didn't deserve him. No. You know, and <sighs> it's crazy to see, like, pictures of him in the 90s and stuff where he just looks like an older Mr. Rogers, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't. I, I don't think we can replace it. No, we can't. Re- <sighs> I feel like there has to be ways. I'm very worried that a lot of people are so focused on money that they're not focused on doing good anymore. Oh yeah, I agree. You know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, like we talked earlier, it's a cash grab. Yeah. It's it's sad. I mean, I don't think Russell Rogers was ever, you know, Elon Musk rich, but I'm no. sure he did well in his life. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but he was rich in, you know, <laughs> kindness and love. I mean. Yeah. But, you know, that's a beloved person yeah. that, you know, for generations will be beloved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, just watch, you know. Mr. Rogers Neighborhood on repeat. Yeah. Just watch Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. That's all you need. Yeah. 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 <sighs> well, that was uplifting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry. No, it's fine. So are we ready for topic two? Sure. Yeah, before we go any further down the hole. <laughs> down the hole. So topic two. The other day, I was watching uh, some of the original trilogy was on TNT. Mm-hmm. And uh, my Which kids you and I were in Discord. Yes, and my uh, kids and I were, uh, you know, watching it, and some questions got posed. And I'm gonna oh. stick to A New Hope. Um, and you know, a lot of most of these don't even it's it's nothing that you know the prequels showed. So why didn't this for the most part? So just simple things like after Vader killed him, what happened to Obi Wan's lightsaber? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, was it just I, destroyed with the Death Star, or did Vader take it with him? Uh, yeah. Well, and... <laughs> if you read Corin or I Jedi by Michael Stackpole, okay, the Emperor on Coruscant has a Jedi museum where he puts all the memorabilia of the Jedi that they killed. Okay. In this building, so maybe, presumably, maybe Vader took it. Vader took it there. Okay. So, and it's kind of along the same lines. And this, I, it's probably just you know the special effects of the day. But when Vader killed Ben, why didn't his robe get cut? Special lightsaber resistant <laughs> fibers. <laughs> <sighs> Going on to answer that one. Yeah, I, yeah. It, it was there. just special. It was the special effects of the day. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, it was definitely special. Um, and this, I guess, is kind of because we know how powerful Vader really was. When after he killed Ben, you know, Luke shoots the panel and the blast doors start to close. Why didn't Vader keep them open? Is it just because he wanted them to escape so they could follow them back? Yeah, probably. Okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Also, um, 
we know Vader's strong, but we don't know that he's, uh, well, we know in, by the time we get to, uh, Empire and Jedi, that he's a lot stronger in the Tala side of force where he can actually throw things. Yeah. But he might not have been so strong in that he could actually, because, uh, again, if you read some of the books, each Jedi has their own specialization and things that they do. Right. Yeah. So could be that he wasn't able to do that. Could be. Um, plus, he just killed his master, who you know was kind of his best friend. Yeah. So there could be some father figure. You know. You know. Yeah. Messes with your force powers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you, you if you know if you watch the third one and you watch the first one again, you're like, oh, maybe Vader's conflicted yeah, through he, all the series. You know. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. He definitely is. Definitely. Yeah. So is Skywalker just like the bastard name? Uh, it's kind of like, like the, is yeah, it like, like the Game of Thrones? Like Snow, yeah. Thrones? yeah. Um, Look at you think about it. Anakin's the first Skywalker we know of. Cause we, we don't know that Shmi is last name is Skywalker. We don't. So it's Anakin Skywalker. Who's a bastard. And then Luke Skywalker. Who's a bastard. Because well, he, if, uh, it, at that time he has no, you know, parents around. Right. Yeah. And then the only so other working. person to take the name is Ray. She doesn't have any parents. Hmm. So because otherwise, you know, if, yeah, yeah, we heard about this Luke Skywalker. Don't you think that Anakin, you know, Vader would be like, what, well, Skywalker? Right. <laughs> so, yeah. But you know, it's probably go to school and it's like, yeah, there's Luke. Ben and Jojo Skywalker. <laughs> well, there is the theory that Yoda and Ben were purposely using Luke to try to trap Vader on Tatooine. Okay. So that Ben could confront him and kill him. So the theory goes that, you know, Luke was never really meant to be a Jedi. He was really just a trap <laughs> for Vader. Hmm. So maybe that's why they left his name like that. Could be. Um, why did the wings go through the trench so far? Yes, when why they're did bombing they just come? the Death right. Star, why didn't they just like start later, drop in, and do it? Right, because people are dumb and they don't understand how space combat works. That's <laughs> uh, a good one. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, so who brought the monster uh, to the Death Star that lives in the garbage disposal? Because think about it, they built the Death Star, and that monster that tried to eat them down in the garbage chute, somebody put it there. Well, maybe it's a, uh, maybe it's a parasite that breaks down garbage. Then why did they have a trash compactor in there too? Well, they, yeah, it, 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 the trash compactor makes it smaller, and then that thing works on breaking it down. It's like a bacteria kind of thing, but just hmm. you know, bigger. So Empire carries like a fleet of them, and they. Yeah. It's an efficiency <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they maybe they grow up as you know they start as little small little worms in the trash, and then they grow into those big space monsters. Maybe. Yeah. Did the Empire only use the colors red and blue? All their buttons, and switches, and knobs, <laughs> everything is blue or red. Why is everything blue with that? Well, the Tie Fighters lasers are green. No, 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 but I'm saying like all their buttons and controls yeah. and everything—they're all blue or red. Most of them are red, but yeah, and even like their insignia, their ranks. Their insignias are all red. Their, 
Yeah. 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 Vader's chest plate. It's blue and red. Yeah. You know, buttons on that. Well, we don't know. But if you think about it on a glow on a galactic scale, you know, if I have to have thousands of those buttons made up, <laughs> right? Like it's yeah. just cheaper to make them all one color. <laughs> think about this: how much paint does it take to paint a star destroyer? Shoof. And you got to do that multiple times. That's why they're all white. Yeah. 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 I guess so. <laughs> so it's a, you know, I'm going with a galactic uh, industrialization. Just makes it cheaper to be white, oh, yeah. blue, and red. Yeah. One guy's like, one admiral's like, yeah, how much for a pinstripe? <laughs> it's going to yeah. set you back quite a few credits. <laughs> right. There's only one Star Destroyer that gets painted a different color, and that's Thrawn's flagship, the Chimera. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's one Thrawn, totally underused, but. That's fair. Um. So, yeah. Does everybody in Star Wars carry a mini grappling hook around with them? Or is it just Luke? Well, I, the idea is that every Stormtrooper has one, right? Is that what they stole the belts from them? His, and... Yeah, it's on a Stormtrooper belt that he steals. Okay. So, right. yeah, I guess it's part of the Stormtrooper's field kit. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you need, I guess, you need a little you know, grappling hook sometimes. You need a grappling hook for things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a, if they can travel at light speed, why didn't Han pay Jabba off real quick? Like at some point between that, when he finally got paid, why can't you just jump over there, dump the money, jump back? Wait. Or just yeah. wire the credits to Jabba. We don't know, actually know that he ever got the money. Yeah, we saw at uh, before the Death Star run, he's loading up all those boxes of credits. That's what I'm assuming it is. I don't know that it's money. He said, I got paid. I've got to pay these guys off. Right. And, and that's the other it... thing. If it's that, you know, futuristic, why are they still carrying around currency? Well, again, galactic travel being as it is, you got to have hard currency. Because how do you regulate currency over vast spans of time and distance? Space magic. Because if we were to use... <laughs> what's that? Space magic. Well, if we, but if we were to use something like a, a cryptocurrency or like a Venmo, yeah. by the time I Venmoed you something and you were like a light year away, it would have a different value by the time it got to you. So you have to use a hard currency to set the currency across the galactic galaxy. Right. Answers off the fly here. <laughs> this is this is awesome though. <laughs> we are Ron is rewriting the canon right yeah. now. Yeah, give me uh, <laughs> give, give me Dave Fellnelli's job and I'll take care of all these problems. Good lord, there's a well thing. So last one, why didn't they try to evacuate Leia from Yavin? Why was she ever on Yavin? Is the well, other question. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing. Why is the princess like right in the front of the thick of everything? Right, but. Yeah, I, I get, you know, you don't want to send a bunch of ships because they could get shot down or whatever, but yeah, send her in a one shuttle, you know, with a crew and, you know, fly to the other side of the planet and then, you know, go off world that way. Yeah, that's a good point. Hey, and what's her even rank in the command system? Like, you know, she seems to have some sort of influence on the rebellion, but... You know, yeah, she's not a military commander. No, right, right. But I don't think. 
Well, she is later on in the yeah later in the she's yeah sequels, but General uh, Organa. Yeah, but during during the rebellion, she's not a military commander. No, um, she's more of the civilian leadership, like Mon Mothma. Yes, and Mon Mothma's not on Yavin Four, is she? No, uh, no, she's now she does she is on um, Endor. Yes, or the Forest Moon. But by that time, they've already closed the Galactic Senate. Oh yeah, expanded. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe Leia is meant to be the civilian representative of the government of the Rebellion while Mon Mothma is still trying to work within the Senate. Maybe. Um, maybe that. But I mean, she on. orders like everybody around. She does. Yeah, like on Hoth, she do, you know they don't evacuate till she's like, all right, evacuate the station, go away. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty silly. Yeah. Um, because she's only princess of a of a planet that doesn't exist anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does that is she still a princess? Yeah. Yeah. Seems yeah. a little weird. Because her dad's dead by then. She wouldn't yeah. have any real. Yeah, Bale's dead. Yeah. Very real political power. She's not. Yeah. She's not a galactic senator. She's no. not anything. Hmm. She's the. Uh, what do they call it the Mary Jane of of the story. I guess, yeah. Yeah, at that point. Yeah. Which seems wrong because she is such an awesome character. Oh uh, yeah, don't get me just, wrong. Just don't think of the why is she giving orders part and it's okay. Yeah, that's my thing. It's yeah. yeah. It it well, it's like when they're you know talking about bombing the Death Star, and they're you know talking about and it's you know here's Luke and he goes, oh yeah. It's yeah, you know, three meters. We got womp rats the same size as that. It's like who, who let this hillbilly in here talking about womp rats? We're talking about bombing this, you know, star or giant spaceship. Yeah, like everybody else who's a pilot over there has been like through the imperial, at least through the imperial pilots academy, and then you got this yeah. dingbat in a crappy bowl cut. Yeah, like oh, I was on a desert. I flew, flew an airspeeder. That's good <laughs> yeah. to know, bud. Yeah, so and, then, and then you've got, you know, Biggs. Oh, he's, a, he's the best pilot I know. But that's not saying anything, Biggs. Right. How, many, how many pilots you got? How many pilots you know, Biggs? Four? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then you've got Wedge, who actually survives the entire trilogy. Yeah. He's the only pilot to have um, two Death Star medals on his uh, uniform. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, kind of huh things. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it is, it is what it is. You know, like this, the story doesn't hold up when you start throwing a little. Uh, I know, I know. Bunch of shade at it. Well, it's just like the it's it's not to that extreme, but it's like the idea of you know in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Is there a whole? Is there a reason at all why Indy was involved? Right. Yeah. The whole story is the Nazis got the box either way. <laughs> right, and then they all die from it. Yeah. So he doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, any story, unless it's Lord of the Rings, any story falls down because, man, Tolkien wrote a lot of stuff. Yeah. But you know, the good thing is we've got these great cinematic adaptations of it that have you know introduce all these extra things and don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel you seething. <laughs> oh. He didn't even talk about Tom Bombadil. Not even a little bit. 
Not even a little uh, bit did you talk about Tom Bombadil. How can you understand that the ring doesn't have power over everything if you don't understand that Tom Bombadil is a power greater than the ring? Right. Uh, you don't even understand. If you watch those movies, right, you just watch those movies and you're like, wait, who are these kings that are all ghosts? Yeah. What's going on there? Like, you don't right. understand that at all. Why didn't the, the eagles just fly there the whole time? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, yeah, that's a huge one. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, Peter Jackson. Yeah. Uh, you know, the worst part of those movies is that you could have... I understand you have to cut things for time, but you don't whoa, add whoa, whoa, whoa. shit back in. Yeah, that's a, you have to cut things for time, but yet you take The Hobbit and make it into three... What, yeah. two and a half hour movies? No oh, crap. Yeah. <sighs> that was insane. Yeah. Well, that was, that was a cash grab. No, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they knew Peter Tolkien was going to pull their uh, pull their deal. Okay. They weren't going to be able to movie, so they just made as much money as they could off of it. Yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, the good old cash grab. Good old cash grab. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Uh. Yeah. But we got, you know, the finale of Loki tonight. Uh, yeah, one of these days I need to watch that. <laughs> you do. It's pretty fun. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably watch it now that it's completely out. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, only six episodes. Right. So. And that's going to be it, right? Like, they're not... Yeah. Uh, no, they evidently they signed season two. I don't know how that works. I guess maybe we'll find out the finale. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got kind of teased by my wife the other day. I watched the, yeah, it was the Resident Evil uh, anime. There's like four episodes on Netflix. She's like, what is wrong with you? I was like, it wasn't that scary. I was, it was okay. I, just, I watched it during the day. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, there we go. We go to deep dive at each Star Wars movie, tearing it apart. Tearing it apart? <laughs> yeah. Asking questions. Pointing yeah, we should. Questions. Oh, look. Look. I'm in. We could we could deep dive everything up until the last one. Yeah. I, yeah. I tried to watch it not too long ago. Ugh. I I was rewatching the, the sequels, and yeah, it was just... Yeah. I get what they were going for, but they went about it the wrong way. I I don't even really get what they were going for. Yeah, they were just trying to recreate the original three. Sure, but if you even talk to or you listen to them talk about it, they didn't know what the hell they were talking about. No, you know, they didn't have a plan. Hmm. Thank God we've got that movie solo. It wasn't terrible. Oh come on! It's not great. No, it's not terrible. Look, but. There's really only four movies worth watching. Maybe five if you push it. And that's the original three, uh, Rogue One, and maybe Attack of the Clones. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can take snippets here and there, like the Qui-Gon. Yeah, and, there's uh, parts Darth of Maul, those prequels that were brilliant. The uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin 
fight. Yes. There's yeah. parts that are good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, sequel, Actually, the prequels uh, seem less bad now that the sequels are out. Yeah, it's true. That's very true. So, well, that, and I think because we've spun off from them a little bit with, like, you know, the Clone Wars series and the Bad Batch and yeah. Rebels and stuff like that, it's like, oh, yeah, because Bad Batch is great. Yeah, I have I have to start diving into Bad Batch. Oh, yeah. 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 So they're waiting to just kind of knock it all out in one, yeah. one fell swoop. Yeah, because I, I remember if it's this week that's the finale or next week. Summing up soon, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was one that they explained somebody's name. I was like, oh, 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 that makes sense. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. It, it's probably just my small lizard brain that put two and two together very late, but yeah. <laughs> nice. <sighs> Is it fives? Five, five, no. five, five. No. Well, my friend, I think. Uh, yeah, that was a. an episode. That was a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have a. Hopefully, the next one we'll have a guest. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll talk about one of the newer Marvel projects. Maybe, maybe, and then we'll be a Marvel review podcast for the rest of our careers. Oof, yes, there'll be enough of them to do it. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, as uh, always, come follow us uh, on Twitter at cultra twenty two. Yeah, join Instagram. our Discord. Join our discussion. Yeah, for Mythograph, and so everybody's welcome. So, yep. Yeah, if you can't just search for it, just message me on twitter and i will send you the invite yep and uh yeah and that yeah like subscribe share yeah it's all your friends if you're listening <laughs> to this right now in your car pull over on the side of the road and scream at the top of your lungs mythic giraffe and then then download and watch all of the mr rogers neighborhoods yes yeah they'll make you feel better yes they will <laughs> until then take care friends see you folks La 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 la